0: Everyone, episode ten. Can you believe it? Welcome back to back row, everyone. This is the fashion podcast that gets under the skin of the industry. This is Ellen McDermott, and this is Neve. Welcome to your job interview.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can you believe it's episode ten? I have really, really enjoyed having our little weekly chats, and I actually really miss it
0: when when you took some time off for your holidays. Don't do that again. <laughs> Um, do you know what? It was actually, it was a good breather moment because I was able to take a step back and then kind of, I listened to episode nine again there yesterday or the day before. And I was like, shit, we're funny.
1: Who would have thought? It's <laughs> you. You're really carrying us here. I'm just trailing at the, the back of your coattails, metaphorically and physically
0: speaking. I you know you're like 0% funny, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> No, I is it bad to call yourself funny? I mean, no, I guess if you're not laughing, you're crying. So yeah. this is this is the the era and
1: the the generation of bigging ourselves up. So you're you're
0: very funny. I'm I'm the funniest person I know. Anyway. How how have you been the last few weeks? I'm good. I'm getting over
1: my bout of uh, spicy cough. Yeah, do you think you have long COVID? What's the was? No, no long COVID, but I do feel like it really took a suck on my ability to get myself dressed like an adult. I've just been going around the house in pedal pushers and uh, off-road Tiva sandals, and I kind of love it. So I really have to be careful because I'm going down a slippery slope. So what I need to do is now smack myself out of this rut that I'm in and put on a pair of suit pants and get back at it
0: I think so for everyone listening Neve's like absolutely underplaying it she fully looks like Sideshow Bob on this Zoom call right now I'm <laughs> no, joking <laughs> no you're so you look absolutely fine like your literally- my confidence levels are so low
1: right now Ellen
0: <laughs> you absolutely don't look like Sideshow Bob but Let's just say let's cut out that bit, and let's just say that you look like sideshow Bob. You no, know, you're always so well put together. Like I have not one ounce of post-COVID in me, and I look like sideshow Bob. I feel I do feel like sideshow Bob, but I'm very I'm thankful that I had a very mild dose, and
1: yeah, I'm uh, I'm ready to say goodbye to COVID. But anyway, other than that, there's been loads happening in the news. I've just been keeping up to date with all the menswear shows.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Is there anything that has caught your eye, blown your socks? of changed the world for you? Um. Well, yes,
1: actually there have been a number of things. So the menswear spring summer 2023 tour continued in Paris this week. And it really felt like the return of fashion BC, like before COVID. Yeah. I think there was a, there was a number of, of key moments for me that were like, oh, this is like theatrics. Like this is going back to like the fantasy that, that is fashion, but still having Still being hooked to um, a critical theme or or an important message, like there was Loeve's Jonathan Anderson, Hope the Irish. He questioned fashion's relationship with technology and nature with garments which were partially made of different types of grasses. And Jonathan Anderson basically worked with a Spanish bio designer called Paula Ulgari Escalona to create chia plants and cat's wort. cat's wort that bristled like grass on trainers, sweaters, and coats. And basically, So if if you can think about this, right, so you're wearing a trainer that has seeds all around it, like sewn into the front and the back of the trainer and like grass growing out of it. And the same with like sweaters, like half of it is like cotton and the other half is a plant. And each garment took 20 days for the seedlings to grow to like the right length. So it looked like it was, you know, grass just like flowing out of it. And um, what was funny is the, the garments were cultivated in a specially designed polytunnel on the outskirts of Paris. But each each garment required like minding like you would a seedling and had to be uh, watered. So you ha- there's videos online of the workers in the atelier, like watering down a jumper or a pair of shoes. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and there, there's like videos of like you can see the seedlings coming up, day after day. I, I just think it was it was just such an interesting. Cross-pollination Excuse the pun Of fashion and
0: gardening And I'm I'm all for Absolutely. it Absolutely But it brought me back To this whole You know, on episode Was it episode one or two With Ashley That we talked about The metaverse Was that episode one? That was episode that, one, baby That feels like Ten million years ago It was Actually it was ten Ten episodes ago <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but it brought me back To that because I was like Okay, so we're In the metaverse We're talking about Clothes made out of fire Clothes made out of ice Like all this yeah. Clothes made out of Like feckin shamrocks Now and yeah. this kind of thing Like Absolutely love that, and I I just love his idea beh- behind the whole thing because I like read a, like a quote over the last few days, and he was like, "This." He was like, "I'm sitting on a train. Everyone's looking at their screens when they should be looking, you know, outside and you know, like at the nature and at the birds and at the flowers and all this kind of stuff." And the whole idea was like the collection was this fusion between like fabricated and organic. Like, where does that meet? And like, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to like. Butt heads like people who are so allergic to the metaverse fashion they're so allergic to that and they're just like oh my god I just I can't cope with this like I don't want to do that like I want real yeah. clothes but maybe it doesn't have to be this like where they're like butting heads like do you think it's giving two
1: middle fingers to the metaverse or do you think this is Jonathan's way of being like no we can work together like digital and nature can like live in harmony yeah
0: yeah I think it's we can live in harmony and like Whether we like it or not Metaverse fashion Is coming down the pipeline It's already here But it's going to be Coming down the pipeline For the regular Joe soon Yeah I just think this is like Him being like We can live in harmony guys It's not a big Bad world out there That's coming for us Like i really connected with
1: with this collection in
0: particular. And
1: I just hope it helps maybe spark something to like learn a bit more about like the environment around you and how you can preserve it or use it to your advantage while also still maintaining like its beauty and and helping the environment. Of course, like fundamentally, look, Loewe are still trying to sell clothes and that's what Jonathan Anderson's job is to sell products. Yeah, I just really love the, the core messaging here of combining the love of fashion with Nature in the most uniform practical way,
0: like literally wearing
1: wearing your your garden grass on your back.
0: I love it. I kind of love it, but like so all of that, like I don't want to say gimmicky stuff aside. But obviously, they're not going to be selling like grass coats in Brown Thomas. But I just mean like the actual clothes themselves were great, and it had me written written all over leggings, runners, (laughs) and oversized bomber jackets and hoodies. I was like, give me this whole thing. Like if someone gave me loads of money right now, I would go buy that whole thing. Like. I love sports leggings. You'll always see yeah. me in a pair of sports leggings. The runners were great. Oversized bomber jackets. Absolutely love it. And then the new, so the iconic Loewe puzzle bags we love. Yeah. There's a new updated one. Like there's loads of them now and they're great. So I'm just like win-win, 10 out of 10. She approve. We love.
1: You know what? You you can spot a fashion goarly in a crowd when she has a Loewe bag. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is true. The Loewe Girlies, no. Uh But then there was Rick Owens. Now, the, Rick Owens is Marmite. I fully appreciate that. He's not for everybody, nor has, are his designs. But I just really love the, the theatrics of it. Like, to me, his work is almost frightening. It's not something that I identify with or think I could ever wear. But I love looking at... I love being a voyeur at his... Shows and looking at the types of people who do wear those like very futuristic, uh, completely genderless, very sexy, hot pieces. But yeah. basically, this season he kind of played on the human fear of extinction. Again, that like idea of like nature and that there there is an end to all this beauty around us. But basically, he suspended these two giant fireballs over the Palace of Tokyo fountain and dropped them mid as like models were walking around. He always does something hugely theatrical with his yeah. shows, but it was it was a it was a statement.
0: It was definitely a statement. Yeah, I actually I feel like I'm learning along with the listener here because I don't really know. I know like like a like a brief overall of Rick Owens, but I never am that Interested to Okay what's actually Going on here What's the actual Real message point point? everything Because I I do feel Like it becomes Very samey after a while I don't know if that's Bad to say Because he's such He's one of the most Important designers At the moment But it just becomes Very samey And I think when I see Like Kim K And Eric Owens again I'm just like Oh my god Like I just can't I just can't At the moment I don't know He's an OG designer
1: And He he has a cult following And maybe that's why You see those same pieces Time and time again Or season after season Is because They've amassed so so much of a Of a following and a a status as like the piece to have, Um, I don't know the name of them, but I guarantee you, if you saw photos of influencers or models wearing his uh, signature stomper boots, oh, the platform boots, yeah, 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 yeah. they're great. Exactly, you knew
0: exactly what I was talking about. Oh no, I know all his, I know all his bits and pieces, but they don't light my world on fire. That's what I'm saying. Whereas, like, (laughs) I like, I like to see something different. Like, fashion becomes very samey, and what was so nice about overall. The like you know the last few shows this week, most of them kind of blew my socks off. Like Tom Same. Brown, Tom Brown was 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 pretty gorgy. Let's be real. Like it, I like he it, this guy is gay and proud. We just finished Pride Month. He you couldn't get more gay than doing a gay and proud couture worthy collection where you had like a sailor, a cowboy, a surfer, a tennis pro, like all these like stereotypes and like just. All these like gay connotations From like these different types of people Like it was so It was just honestly It was gold overall It was absolute gold I think Tom
1: Brown gets a bad rep For being very theatrical in a way That's unwearable And maybe it's too like OTT But I think you're right. I think he brought the fun. He brought a flavor of pride. It was very celebratory. It was joyful. And I think that's what you need at fashion, especially in this time when there's so much shit news going on. Yeah. Me personally, I loved seeing Lords Leon, AKA Madonna's daughter and Georgia Smith walking in the Marine Sarah runway
0: earlier in the week. Nothing more to say on it. In fact, just the fact that they both brought it home. I love her. Yeah, I think she's so cool. She's just unapologetically herself. She doesn't care. Like, she's just like, she's a real fashion girl. She doesn't really care if it's like in trend or not in trend. She's just, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And she is just strikingly beautiful. I mean, obviously, with genetics,
1: like your ma's Madonna and Georgia Smith's the confidence that woman has if she could bottle it and please sell it to me george i will send you my address that would be great
0: i think she is the best face in the world <laughs> like well, i'm I actually not i think she <laughs> actually has the best out of everyone on this whole in this whole world she's the best face in the world
1: even even better than Joe uh, so bob on the other end of the <laughs> <same
0: call>. no <laughs> uh, uh, your favorite model uh Gila oh, tequila. tequila um Ah uh, no, Julia Tequila, baby. Julia killer. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah.
1: I won't tell Georgia. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, elsewhere, Cara Delevingne made a return to the runway at the Empire Show. I, I know, I it's, it's okay, her side. But did you see the walk? She literally walked like she was on her way to eat Megan B. Stallion. Like she was, <laughs> <laughs> she was like walking with a
0: vengeance. Oh girl, I just can't. I'm like, girl, nobody cares. Literally reel it in Nobody cares You're such an attention seeker Just You were once One of the biggest models In the world And now everyone thinks You're annoying Reel it in Ah, Look in fairness Did you ever see her Architectural Digest Like
1: home I was just just about to say to you It terrifies me It terrifies me It's the worst thing I've
0: maybe ever seen In the whole world Like people like that Don't deserve money so basically, uh,
1: Cara Delavine's home was featured in architect- Architectural Digest. I think two years ago now, she had on YouTube. It was a video oh, YouTube thing. Yeah. Oh my god, there's a video. I only saw the
0: no, print. No, you have to see the video. What's oh the whole god. thing? Oh
1: you my have god. to see.
0: <laughs> it's so bad. She's like literally like, um, I play all these instruments, and then oh, I just am like, girl, reel it in. Nobody cares. You're such a pick me. Like, no, it's the worst home I've ever seen in genuine in my whole life. I like it's it's purgatory. Her home is purgatory. Her,
1: <laughs> her home and Drake's home are up there with the worst designed houses I've ever seen in my oh entire my God, life. Drake's COVID lamp <laughs> or chandelier. <laughs> oh honestly it just proves the point time and time again that no amount of money can buy you style can't be bought can't be bought no look back to um the menswear shows one of the major highlights of the week for me was kendrick lamar's performance at the louis vuitton spring summer show basically the set as a homage to virgil was all about like childhood fantasy yellow brick road it also like spoke to the theme of Virgil's Wizard of Oz inspired collection for the house, which was his first one in 2018. And contrary to January's collection, which was pretty much all designed by Abloh before he died, this season was entirely designed by the LV men's studio. You could just stop there and say it was absolutely stunning. Yeah. And I really, really like I sat back and watched this live and I for the first time in a long time, I felt like I was there at a show because I was so immersed. I needed to see what every single model was wearing from start to finish because it was all just completely beautiful. Yeah. And the set design was, was stunning, but perhaps as impressive as the clothes on the runway, which was an exploration of Ablo's kind of imagination and childlike nature, which Virgil kind of instilled at Louis Vuitton during his time there. Basically, the star of the show, apart from the clothes, was Kendrick Lamar and his Crown of Thorns, which you might have seen at Glastonbury.
0: Yes. Holy shit. I am really blown away by that. Yes. So the the Crown of Thorns
1: features on his latest album and it's diamond encrusted from start to finish. It was 8,000 diamonds, 8,000. It was made in collaboration with Tiffany and co and took over 10 months to manufacture and includes a total of 8,000 cobblestone micro pave diamonds, totaling more than 137 carats and weighs 200 grams and it required more than 1,300 hours of work by four craftsmen to hand set all the dimes. It's, it deserves to be in a museum.
0: Oh, absolutely. 100%. And I just think the whole The Glastonbury performance was like, oh my God, it almost made me cry in a way because like just like the dancers, the stage design, his costume design, like everything, like the way that he was wearing a uh, white shirt and it was like it looked like he was like bleeding from the inside, like over the course. And then his like... um, His chant at the end that was like, Godspeed for women's rights. Or what was it? He was chanting at the end, they judge you, they judge you, Christ. Godspeed for women's rights. It was just so powerful. It was so incredibly powerful. God, it brought a tear to my eye. Like, I just can't believe the shit show America's in at the moment. Yeah, it's it's harrowing. It's really harrowing.
1: And we have uh, when the news first broke that the abortion laws could be overturned. We did. Do a little segment on it in a previous episode where we shared um, some vital information about accessing abortions in the UK and America and Ireland, which we can reshare in the show notes this week as well. Um, But in a similar vein to what he was chanting at Glastonbury, he did the same at the Louis Vuitton show as well during this week, and it was, you know, what it was so subdued. It wasn't this big hullabaloo performance he sat in the crowd next to Naomi Campbell was very like understated wore a dark gray Louis Vuitton suit and just had the mic and then the crown of thorns on his head and he was chanting long live Virgil over and over again but the thing about the show is like it was never mournful
0: it was just this like it's a celebratory kind of show yeah completely
1: celebratory very joyful um it was just fabulous and it was for me, it was one of those moments where I'm going to, I'm going to be able to remember that next season because a lot of the time when it comes to around, uh, around to the next season and there's so many in a year, you kind of forget what you've seen and what you've uh, in uh, digested in terms of all the content that you see, but yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to remember that one. That's like, that's up on my
0: mantelpiece in my head now. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think no better person to do something like that as well, because he's like arguably one of the most like important rappers at the moment. He's only 35. Like he's
1: he's arguably one of the
0: most important voices of our
1: generation. I've seen Kendrick a n- number of times live. He is one of the most poetic performers, passionate performers I've ever seen. If you get a chance to see him, do, if you get a chance to, if you're only discovering who he is, listen to his music, read his, read his lyrics out loud. Like it, he's amazing. He's amazing. Absolutely. And finally, I just want to point out, I just need to say the Comde de show <laughs> <laughs> looked like something that my sleep paralysis demon made and... <laughs> I am still scared <laughs> over it. I mean, I love the creative genius that is Ray Kawakubo, but I have to give this a thumbs down because it looks like the stuff of nightmares. The end.
0: Thumbs down, a double thumbs down. A double so thumbs down. So what exactly was it? Was the masks for it you? Was, or it was the mask. Yes. It had a
1: lot of Ray in it in terms of like the abstract tailoring, the shapes, the silhouettes. But then she matched it with these like comical clown like half masks. So it was like the model's real eyes and then this like a horrible like clown mouth with like mad hair. It just it didn't, It coming after all the other high points for me, it just didn't really do it for me. I know.
0: And like, this is a thing, like when people go see like it just reminded me of like Wacky art films That people like yeah. That was so good And I was like Was it good? Yeah Like was it actually good? Like well that's exactly
1: How I feel about Comme des Garcons yeah. Spring, Summer 2023 collection
0: Yeah I was like I feel like I'm supposed to like it But no Like it's actually mm-hmm. shite Let's be real um The colour palette was great And I love a blazer But That's that's all I have to say about that, you
1: know, that's all I have to say about it. And roll on the women's wear. I'm really, really excited for the second week in August. Ask me why, Ellen. Why? Because it's Copenhagen Fashion Week. And in my very simple mind, Copenhagen Fashion Week is the week to be at right now for both emerging brands, kind of like future fashion techniques, sustainability people watching. Oh my
0: God. Who's your favorite like Danish brand would oh you say? Oh God.
1: Oh, there's oh God. There's too many. There's too many to name. I can't. Don't ask me the impossible, Ellen.
0: I would say Rotate is Rotate becoming a basic bitch brand. I don't know. Like, but I still kind of love them. I still kind of love Rotate. I I still love
1: Rotate and I love its two founders, but I, and I don't own anything Rotate. So for me, it's definitely not basic yet. I think we're seeing more of it because that's because it's drip feeding down into. It's uh, in BTs now. So it's in BTs. It's more manageable. You can pick up a a t-shirt for probably a hundred euros, which is still expensive for a T-shirt. The rotate That's,
0: Sunday line, yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, the cheaper of the 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 Yeah the trackies Yeah I'm obsessed With the boxer style Shorts Boxer style yeah. shorts
0: Are still in I like yeah. Have yet to find ones That aren't see-through And I'll yet Like in so many times In New York I'll like buy I'll have a pair of boxer shorts And I'll wear them out And everyone's like Ellen you can fully see Your full-blown arse in these But I want to find Boxer shorts Because Kendall Jenner Just came out the other day And was wearing boxer, sh- boxer Shorts and, Yeah Yeah I saw her Well
1: Rotate Have a pair And they're black And they have like a big Band that says Rotate on them And they're like a mesh black and Angela Scanlon actually has them who I would literally wear everything in her wardrobe to its death I think she has <laughs> one of the best wardrobes out there and uh, she, she has she does. a pair and she inspired me to get into these types of shorts and I think they suit all body types whether you are long short big small in between whatever but yes I cannot give you a definitive answer to that question because there are too many Scandinavian brands but I think we could do um why don't we get one of our, we can get one of our favorite brands to come on and maybe talk about Scandi style in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's do, do that. that. Let's do that. Um, Sorry, I can't believe we've gone however many minutes we've gone and you haven't asked me about the big American wedding that I went to. Oh my God. Did you upstage outshine the bride in your beautiful <laughs> dress? <laughs> no, I could never. I could never. The bride was like, so basically to paint a picture uh this American that American wedding that I went to was my friend Claire um she was a beauty editor she is a beauty editor and uh we basically are this is a group of five of us we're all mates from our time working at Martha Stewart's, and we've just stayed mates and she's the first one of us to get married and I flew over direct flight London to North Carolina I was, of course, the only Irish person on the flight. It was absolutely hilarious. Everyone on the flight was like literally from North Carolina and wearing like Guinness T-shirts. It was so hilarious. She wore the most amazing outfit. So it was like a three day event. Her rehearsal dinner dress was absolutely fucking gorgina. Then her... Uh, like wedding dress was obviously gorgeous Then the night, like everything All the efforts were so great Um, She literally was like a celeb I was like, how are you a real person? You are perfection Like absolute perfection well, What did you wear? So I wore a rotate dress I wore these lace gloves Pearl necklace And these like platform square toe heels They were black Kind of like a Mary Jane style But not really Mary Jane Look and at you, uh, this girl And uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I will say the rotatress, it was like it was definitely a statement piece. It was like these big oversized bows and I loved my outfit. It was so good. Is this the one you rented? This is the one. No, I actually ended up buying this. Um, but I so greens are good for you who we always shout out on this podcast. Um they have just started a lender scheme. So I actually I'm going to start like lending some of my like luxury fashion pieces out to these like brands that are doing things like green that are good for you, because like why just have your like I'm I'm, I'm probably not going to wear that rotate dress for a while. So I might as well lend it out to other people who are going to wear it makes make a little bit of cash on the side. And Absolutely. I yeah, just, like why not? Regardless of making the cash on the side, I just I just love the
1: idea of like rewearing, lending, clothes swapping, sharing, it's the future. it's well, it's the now, like I just love
0: that. yeah. But I will say I felt like a celeb the whole time I was at the wedding, like they couldn't get over that I was Irish, like the drunker, (laughs) the drunkers, the aunties and uncles got throughout the wedding. They were like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're Irish. Like they were like, I've been to Ireland. Do you speak Gaelic? And I was like, of course I speak Gaelic, like Kerrygold butter runs through my veins, I fucking shit shamrocks and eat turf for breakfast and they were like oh my god teach us some Gaelic and I was like so the fact that you're saying Gaelic is honest to god making
1: me turn inside out
0: I know but you can't correct them I'm like no we call it Irish and they're like but they they're like but it's Gaelic and I'm like yeah okay it's it's Gaelic like I don't know what to say but they so then Obviously, I struck my foot in a thing because I was like, oh, shit, they, <laughs> they're asking me to like teach them some Gaelic. And I was like, OK, shit. So I just like I remember this so well because I remember being like I had a couple of champagnes in me and so I was a little bit half lit, but I only know like four sentences in Irish. So I was like so I remember this kind of well. I remember being like, OK, so is Misha, good tobin, good hard August and Palme on will catagum dolgady on my hearse. And they were like Ellen. They were like (laughs) (laughs) Ellen. They were like, oh my God, what is that? Is that a poem? And I was like, it's absolutely a poem. And like I was like doing this big dramatic reading of being like on mill categories on my hearse. And for our American listeners, that means can I go to the toilet? And (laughs) like literally, like and what does it They're like, what does it mean? And I was like, I remember saying something like wise words you can hear through the fields of Ireland or something and they were like oh my god it really is the land of scholars and poets and I was like absolutely and I was like I literally could have said anything like I literally told them on the on means that you can hear wise words through the fields of Athenry or something and I'm like I literally was like Well, I'm
1: glad you had a very good time at the wedding and I can confirm your photos looked bomb and you looked on fire. You, you looked lit the entire trip and uh,
0: I was giving you snaps from back in Dublin in my COVID stupor. My whole dating profile is just now uh, images from the wedding. Oh my God. If it wasn't you in that dress and that that glove combo, I'd be really upset. <laughs> But I'm, I'm such my toxic trait is downloading and then deleting because I was like, this thing sucks. So Wait, I don't actually what, have it anymore. What is
1: your what is your performance rate before and after uploading the pic of you in the rotate dress? Can you please go and do that analytics? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want a full report on my desk. I definitely think there's more um success in America than here because I woke up. One, I so I downloaded it because the girls were like, Ellen, come on, like, download it. And I was like, hell, download it again and delete it again. And I downloaded it and I woke up to like something like 67, like, whatever it is, like, people who like your profile. And I was like, I can't. And they were Look all at like, you chasing your dreams. No, but I can't. I literally got I panicked and just deleted the thing again. So, yeah. Back to square one <laughs> Hashtag single <laughs> <laughs> Can we
1: please Please talk about Beyonce's new music track Please
0: I know Ooh. Beyonce doing house music Like what the heck's going on How many times have you listened to it Literally one time because I'm not a Beyonce fan and oh. uh sh- and it was it because it was in the, I was in the car driving and I listened to it and I was like wait is this a remix and then I like looked it up and I was like wait this is actually Beyonce's actual song not a remix no I think it's actually pretty good and I love her timing like she brought it out just before Pride ended the gays were going wild we love it Wait, she brought it out it was a gift from the heavens <laughs> <laughs> Ellen. I know, yeah, and what, what was it? What was I going to say? Her British folk cover. What do you think? I oh think your man, God,
1: Harris Reed. Harris Reed can do no wrong. I think that is one of the best collaborations I've ever seen. Apart from, do you remember when he dressed um, OG supermodel Iman for the Met Gala two years ago? I thought you said OJ OG, OG something there for no. a second. What did you <laughs> say? <laughs> no, OG. Um, <laughs> I think he is. It was a very clever decision to go with somebody like Harris Reed, who is still relatively unknown, probably hasn't really broken America in terms of like the Vogue readership. But it was just stunning. I was mm, I was a little just coming away from the music for a second. I was a little disappointed not to have more. Of an editorial in it I love the secrecy And the mysteriousness Behind Beyonce That I just wanted more
0: I know yeah Well she doesn't leave the house There's nothing about her She doesn't leave, <laughs> she the, does house. leave the house She does She does She lives a very full life She lives a so very full She's like full you It's <laughs> <laughs> like Joe no. Bob I, No I think I actually think It makes so much sense For British Vogue to use Raphael Pavarotti. What oh, a name as my well. Like, God, incredible. He is. So, for the people who don't know, the the really famous, famous cover that British Vogue did a couple of months ago, where they had like, I think it was like, was it six or nine black models and they were all wearing black and they were sitting on this blue like bench or something? It was so, it was, it was actually art. Edward can do no wrong. He literally fucking nailed it. The color combos and everything. But what I will say is, Raphael Pavarotti knows how to photograph black skin and Really he well. does it so well. So he did that cover really well. He did the cover of Edward's new book, and he mm-hmm. just did this. And I was like, "He's the hottest photographer for me at the moment. He's he's absolutely killing the game." Whereas, do you see Brad Pitt's GQ cover when he oh, he don't. like I can't. All don't. I could see was
1: plastic surgery Same. and a corpse. I was quite sad looking at that. I, it made me uncomfortable, and maybe that was what the photographer was trying to capture. But to me, all, I completely agree. All I but could that see was, was the, the surgery
0: same photographer that just did the Zendaya Vogue cover.
1: Yeah, it was Elizaveta Porodina, who is an incredibly acclaimed photographer, just shot Zendaya for Vogue Italia, which is probably after Beyonce my favorite shoot of this entire year so far. But the GQ shoot for even though it was like. It was quite, do you know what it reminded me of? Um, It was very Liberace-inspired shoot, but it was just the plastic surgery for me just threw it off. And for I that, know. Sharon, I'm giving it a, a thumbs
0: down. I think, do you know what it is? It's the, the inside shots were really good, but unfortunately, magazines are in a position now that they don't have the say over what image goes on the cover. It's the brands. Brands will be like, we are going to pull advertising if you don't put this image on the cover and they don't really have a say. Like I've, after having worked in magazines for years now, that's unfortunately the case. So it mightn't have been GQ's call to put that corpse like plastic <laughs> surgery photo on the cover. It might've been the brand. That's a really
1: interesting point because a lot of people who buy still buy magazines and we love the five of you that still do. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really interesting point because a lot of people won't know that it's actually the brands that most of the time have the say over the, yeah. the cover or it's the editor who has a really good relationship with the brand who want to please the brand or something to that effect it's usually about relationships anyway and keeping there's the deal a couple sweet of brown
0: envelopes as well let's be real there's a couple um, of fashion pe- fashion editors taking like little sneaky brown envelopes to get their like whatever their brand on the cover or like you think in a shot Still
1: happens as much though I don't think it does
0: May, yeah maybe not as much it kind of I guess it might depend on the magazine and if the like coffee table magazines are on the rise like there's a new one coming out every week and it's, yeah. it's actually bizarre to think about not to get into it but it is bizarre to think about how our like big name magazines are on the downfall and these coffee mm-hmm. table magazines are on the up like why can't they learn from each other so uh, I think that says a lot about
1: independent journalism and independent voices and narratives and storytelling as well, though, because I think we're so conditioned to read certain material and be used to certain voices in in these like traditional tomes that people are maybe thirsty for something for different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For yeah, a new yeah. point of view. And I I love like when I finished work on Friday, my treat for myself, I went out and bought a magazine. And I know that's like okay at my 12 years of age, but I just love it. It just it gives me just such a nice way to end a week, I think. Absolutely. But back to Beyoncé for a sec because I'm just—I'll never—I'll never never be done. More specifically to the to the music, and actually, I read a really nice line. This really sums it up for me. It was a piece by uh, Nikki McGlaster at Refinery Twenty Nine, and she said, "The '90s house meets bounce record is a bona fide earworm. The beat tingles up your spine, begging you to quickly find a dance floor as the lyrics allow for a bit of mental release from these depressing times." To me, that completely sums up what Break My Soul is all about. Dancing, fun, uh, entertainment. Beyonce told us all to quit our jobs. We're all quitting our jobs and causing an economic breakdown. <laughs> Whatever. But can we please talk about what we can expect to see her wearing when the visuals finally drop? Because I am, I my hands are already sweaty at the prospect. I
0: didn't realize you were such a Beyonce worshiper. I what do am they call the Beyonce? Beyonce Bayhives. bees. Bayhives. I'm, par- <laughs> I'm part of
1: beyhive I have seen this woman perform too many times And I wish to No I'm proud to say I've seen her perform About 15 times Yeah ago.
0: no no shame I wish, <laughs> I wish I was I wish I
1: was I yeah. absolutely I She's just She's amazing Anyway um, She gave us a Teensy tiny little preview Of what's to come With a kind of like Art deco style Blurred out Behind closed doors Cover art for the single Done a little bit of digging now Right So bear with me so in the photo we can kind of see her in a what looks like a fitted corset, gloves and an extravagant hat. which gloves we're are having, having such a moment. gloves are having a moment. Um, but the hat in in particular was created by Geraldine Goyot, who I think that's proper pronunciation of her second name, who is the founder of Parisian brand Destry and the wife of Alexander Arnaud. Ask me who Alexander Arnaud is. <laughs> <laughs> who is he? <laughs> Alexander Arnaud is the eldest son of billionaire LVMH chief Bernard Arnault and executive vice president for product and communications. Oh my God, is he single? Co. He's not <laughs> single. He's married. He's married to Geraldine. Come on, keep up here. Oh, um, but he is basically the person or one of the people responsible for last year's About Love collaboration with Beyonce and Jay-Z and Tiffany. Do you remember they did yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. film? So that happened because of, of uh, our friend Alexander uh, but he was then like, hey, Beyonce and Jay-Z, listen, my wife here is doing a little side project called Destry uh, Accessories and Ready to Wear Line. Parisian brand, very chic, very chic. Do you want to wear one of our bits for your new project? And they was like, hell yeah, unreal. So basically... That's my little tidbit of information. She uh, Geraldine shared a series of images on her Instagram, kind of making the process of the hat. And she wrote the other day, just actually when Beyonce put the, the song out, excited to finally reveal that we've exclusively designed and crafted a unique hat for the cover of Beyonce's first single, Break My Soul, from her upcoming album after six years. Um, The point I'm making is Beyonce, for all she's worth and all she has access to, continually decides to support smaller designers she has so much access to moogler versace burberry you name it but uh, especially black is king she really dipped into the archive for that. She went outside of her comfort zone. She worked with stylists she hadn't worked with before, creatives she hadn't worked with before. She looked at uh, artists and designers and she always brings something new to the plate every single time she does something visually. Yeah. I'm just really excited to see. And obviously like as well, you love when she breaks out a bit of like area or like all the sparkles and all the like the glitz that Beyonce is famed for. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just excited to see what she what she does next.
0: Yeah, it is exciting. Whether you are a Beyonce fan or not, it is definitely exciting for sure, and it's, for sure. It's, it's a just a mood booster, isn't it? Like we could all do it. It is a mood booster, yeah. 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 But come here to me, we're gonna wrap up episode ten. What is on your radar this week? What's on my radar this week? So basically
1: I struggle at the best of times to find pieces that kind of like withstand the trend cycle. So when I came across Studio B, I instantly was like, oh my God, this is the place that I'm only going to shop in ever again. It is fabulous. So Studio B... Oh my God,
0: what is it? Is that their name on Instagram?
1: The name on Insta is Studio underscore B underscore fashion. And it's a independent UK based boutique that curates a really, really gorgeous, small edit of Scandinavian uh, Ooh, these niche guys are brands. cool. Really cool. It is founded by a wonderful woman called Bethany, who has, oh, I think, over a decade of experience working in the fashion industry. And she's worked to everybody from Mulberry and Matches Fashion to Anya, um, what's her name? Anya Hindmarch. And basically, she has an incredible eye for standout wardrobe pieces Everything from like casual wear to uh, occasion wear. And they're just, they're really flattering pieces. Yeah, it's you all over. It's me all over. I a lot. Even wear
0: some of these bits. Yeah, oh. lots of
1: um, Lots of lovely uh, standout summer pieces and then like winter knitwear and everything in between. Gorgeous little accessory pieces from, um, she basically has a really good eye for finding small businesses and giving them a platform like one of the jewelry brands wall berlin that she stocks is all like handcrafted and everything's like traceable and i think that's like the the kind of heart of what studio b is it's like it's fun it's fashion there's sustainability tied into it and yeah i really recommend going and having a little browse i
0: love it what about you
1: what's on your radar this week
0: See, what I find so funny about like our like your what's on your radar this week and my what's on my radar, like your stuff is like this was handcrafted by blind women in <laughs> black arts and nowhere. And I'm oh like, <laughs> and my my what's on my radar is like, why wouldn't this week is literally these blow up purses by this brand <laughs> called Fefe Worldwide at Fei Worldwide like F-E-Y-F-E-Y F-E-Y Worldwide and there's just it's just this like purse like a handbag purse that you like blow up. Oh, but go on their Instagram now. They're oh. actually very cool. I'm obsessed. Oh should we get one? Like absolutely but the comments are hilarious. Like people are like, what's the point in this? Like, why would it not come blown up? Why is there? Because there's a full blown like air vent in it to like blow it up. Like it's the most unpractical thing ever. And like it looks like, um, what's that movie? Yet? Monsters, Inc. Like it yeah, literally it like does. it's like Monsters, Inc. Kind of purse. But like, I love a gimmick. I'm here for it. I don't know. I don't care how much it is. Uh I'll ask you get it because it's so cool. It's very in line with what's the the glass bag. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. was so I just say like, who made that, and we've literally said them on the podcast like so many millions of times. Um, yeah, Caperni. Caperni. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah, Caperni. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Or home yeah. by heaven is the collab with Caperni. That's yes, why. yeah. Yes. But uh, no, uh, they're cool. Similar. And the brand itself, um, Fei Fei Worldwide, is like really cool. They've really good clothes, and it's all that kind of like it just reminds me of Monsters Inc but like in a cool way that you would actually wear um, but it's it's a bit different it's a new brand like they're very small they only have 3000 followers but they I love looking for a new brand so again it's not made by any blind women in the back arse of Kerry but it's a cool brand <laughs> look I'd still put my lipstick into it so <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright well we love you and leave you and we'll see you for episode 11 next week uh, thanks for tuning in and enjoying the chats and we'll see you later bye guys Bye.